how you got Strong invitations like this will never be forgotten. I've seen them, the center didn't feel it as strong as we felt it, but he did a day or two later. Amen. You better be glad you got a preacher that ain't getting 37 prayers tonight. Amen. Without conviction, there is no conversion. That's right. Without repentance, there is no redemption. That's right. Amen. Colossians chapter number one. I rejoice in the power of God in these days at Stillwaters. Appreciate y'all loving my son. Amen. Like y'all did last night. Oh, yes. God used y'all to do something to him that you'll never know about probably until you get to heaven. Amen. <laughs> Amen. 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 And, uh, Heaven's going to reveal a whole lot of stuff. That's right. I'm interested tonight in verse number 23 through verse number 29. I believe I'll read verse number 11 for good measure. Strengthened with all might according to his glorious power. Unto all patience and long suffering yes. with joyfulness. Yes. And show you two kind of powers right there a power within and a power without. What about that? There's a power of God within us. But boy, when you can shout for joyfulness in the middle of suffering, there's a power of God without us. The power of God is in us. But ain't it good to see the power of God on us. Right. Yes. Preached on supplication Tuesday night. Preached on Psalms 3 Monday night. I want to talk to you tonight about being a servant. Yes. Servitude. not had many revival meetings in such nature like this but God's got this yes. can I I believe the proper word would be symbolize some familiarities taking place tonight can I yes. they I've counted right, there's 17 pews on the floor. Yes. Is that right? It's a number of victory. 
Guess how many pews I had? 17. And I had chairs. I'm telling y'all, I'm not making this stuff up. I'm not making this stuff up. When I come down here and seen your preacher at about 24 year old, 23, 24, when I met him in Florida, I ain't forgot what I said the first time I came and spent a day or two with y'all. I had 17 pews and chairs. We just bought 45 pews, $80,000 worth, and paid for them. Yeah. Are y'all listening to me? Yeah. The Lord raised the money in less than a year in our church and paid for them. I'm just telling you. Somebody said, why do you say that? Because God wants me to. Yes. Yeah. Amen. Come on, God's given you some victory around here. And did you know it's our first set of furniture that we've ever got right out that we can call ours. It's, it's never been nobody else's. Everything we've ever had has been somebody else's. And that's all right, Brother Kojak. I just want y'all to hold on because y'all in for a good ride. Amen. We're closing a chapter out. Your pastor will be the first Sunday, I believe, in April. We're closing a chapter. Seven complete years. Working on number eight. That's a new beginning. We've got to have some servants. Yes. Center man, you can get saved. Right. Sinner woman, you can get saved. Right. And I want to say to the saint tonight, God's trying to draw some of us. Yes. So that there could be another hundred saved in the next seven years. Yes. <laughs> when we get so satisfied and comfortable with wow, look, we're in trouble. Yes. That's exactly right. I saw Brother Vic be older man of God here tonight bury his head in that Bible and weep while ago. Yes. Weep. Tears was getting on his pages. He was weeping. He was wrapping his head in the Bible. I hadn't seen that in years. Used to see it all the time. Wonder what had happened if all of us had been doing that. Oh, we're, we was agonizing with God, but are y'all with me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Servants. I believe I can say this and be right. When you graduate from school, if you go to college, but when you graduate from high school, your days of being served is really coming to an end. It's time to be a servant. You go to college, you 
work your way through college and you're going to have to be a servant. I believe I, believe I could properly be right in saying that tonight. But even as children, we ought to teach them to be servants. Right. Are y'all ready for strong meat? Yes. God's giving me strong meat for you. Yes. God's sick of takers. Yes, yes sir. Oh, God. Help preacher. Is fed up with takers. I'm preaching to the saved. Right. I'm preaching to the church. Yes. You may show you an evidence of salvation is you'll not be a taker. That is right. You'll be a giver. Amen. I've got a bunch of takers and very few givers. What are you? A taker or a giver? Let's read the Bible in verse number 23 of Colossians chapter 1. I could preach out of Colossians chapter 1 probably for six months. I've got about eight or nine things, but I just need to find the one or two maybe that the Lord wants to talk about of being a servant. If you continue in the faith, you see that word, if you continue in the faith. If you continue in the faith. Somebody say, Brother John, when will you pass the test to know if you're continuing in the faith when you die in the faith? Yes. Yes. If I live to be 80, and still continuing in the faith, I'll not pass the test until I take my last breath if I'm continuing in the faith. If you continue in the faith, grounded and settled, and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you have heard and which was preached to every creature which is under heaven, whereof I, Paul, am made a minister. Is anybody glad that you've heard the gospel? Let's just take time out. Ain't you glad that somewhere, sometime in your life, the God of glory lets your path pass with one of his men and they was doing some preaching they wasn't doing some puppet show they wasn't filled with some educated uh, performance style but you met a preacher glory be to God that you met an old fashioned wind sucking holy ghost Heaven seeth preacher that had a backbone and had a Bible and told you about the blood. Somebody said, Brother John, easy for you to say that. 
No, you listen. I'm not saying it because I have one. I had to run across one. I didn't, I didn't surrender to preach and then get saved. I got born again. And then God called me how to preach his word. Amen. Preaching. Preaching. Hallelujah. Yes. Preaching. Yes. Ain't you glad for a preacher? Yes. Who preaches. And then you go to work and say, let me tell you what he preached. Yeah. I said, thank God. I'm for a preacher who does some preaching. And me and you go tell what he preached. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Mm. Oh, yes. We preachers. Take too much of the responsibility for empty peas. Yeah. Yeah. Right. This ain't what I was going to preach, but it's what I'm preaching right now. Yeah. We preachers take too much responsibility yes. for empty peas. I got up a couple Sundays ago. Our crowd ain't what it was prior to the COVID. Yeah. But we're having better church than we've ever had. Yeah. yeah. I aggravated because they're going on vacation. Yeah. And they're flooding Walmart twice a day, five days a week. Right. But scared they're going to catch COVID at church. Yeah. Where the crowd's is the smallest. Right. right. Church crowd's the smallest crowd to go to. Amen. That's right. That is right. And I, I sat on Ed's bed and Mama said, Boy, I'm glad to have my wife with me tonight. Amen. Thank you for being here. Glad she's here. Amen. She said, Well, preacher, I said, what are you gonna do? And I looked up at her and I said, I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm reporting to that pulpit because that's where God called that's me. That's right. Amen. That's exactly right. I said, I'm going to go over and report for duty because I'm going to fulfill what God's called me to do. And if he ain't the one bringing them and putting them in the pew, I don't need to worry myself. Everybody, I'm not talking about being a lazy preacher or lazy Christianity, but long as I report where I'm supposed to be, that's what I'm, I'm going to be held accountable for. That is right. Got strong meat tonight. My soul. I feel bad just knowing what I'm about to have to say. If Brother Josh Griffith treated Stillwater's Baptist Church as you've treated it, would you still want him to be your pastor? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I ain't in a camp meeting gear tonight. I'm in a pastoring gear tonight. Oh, yes. What if he just come back twice a month? Yeah. 
why y'all vote him out of here so quick. Y'all railroad him. Yes. I know. Hey, strong meat. Y'all want a real church or you want a baby church? Yes, sir. Real church. Real church. You want a real church or you want a baby yes, church? Real church. You want a church where there's another 300 that needs to get saved or you just want a church where they're just going to be 30 fussing, fighting, arguing yes. over every little old thing? I'm going to just speak my heart. Yes. Oh, I join that crowd. I'm going to get me a Zemco 33 yeah. and, a, and, and about three dozen of minors. And I'm going to, I'll probably get a pack of red man and yeah. go down to the creek bank. Oh, yes. Amen. Amen. I know I'd lose 10 meetings right there for that comment, but that might be eight more weeks I can go fishing. Amen. Amen. Yes. You're in a real church. Right. Hell it, preacher. We're going to have to be a servant. Amen. And you're going to have to take the preaching. Yes, sir. Oh, yes. There is a doctrine that comes with preaching. Yeah. There is a discipline that comes with preaching. Right. And there is a direction that comes with preaching. Amen. And there is a discernment that comes with preaching. Yes, and there is a deliverance that comes with preaching. Right. But there's also a damnation that comes with preaching. Yes. And more people seem to reject it. And instead of, instead of rejoicing in deliverance, they're wounded and weeping and wailing because of judgment and damnation. You want a strong church, you got to take preaching. Yes. You got to take preaching when you agree with it, when you don't agree with it. I'm telling you, I never preached here like this in this in this setting. I want a real church. Yeah. Right. Preaching. I believe there's another verse dealing with preaching. Verse 28. Yes, sir. Whom we preach. Whom we preach. That's exactly right. Amen. Warning every man. Warning. Oh, my. Warning. And teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Christ. Right. What says. Yes, sir. I wasn't going to preach on preaching, but I'm preaching on preaching. Amen. What was Paul's technique? Right. Preaching. Yes, sir. And warning every man. We wasn't having every little old coming up with every little game and gimmick and right. joke. Amen. 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 He had a technique. And I'll tell you something else. He had a target. Yeah. Oh, yes. Amen. Can I say I'm glad that I was the preacher's target? Yeah. 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 I want to say I'm glad that I was a target. Had I not been a target, there'd be no hope. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. Some of y'all may not be liking that. It's because you refusing to be a target. Oh, glory to God. I'm glad God took the scope and he looked down through the scope of time and he zoomed it in 
in the year of 1981 and I became a target for the preacher man. Glory to God. The technique is what made it happen. He was warning every man. I became the target. Somebody said, when could you have got saved, Brother John? I could have got saved when I was four. I had a Hot Wheel car in my hand. Miss Preacher's wife, Sister Vic, what's her name? Linda? See, ain't that amazing how we know all the preachers but don't know their wives? Shame on me. But where her sister Linda's sitting is where my mother would sit and my daddy on that side of the church. And I was under the front row right there with a Hot Wheel car in my hand. And there was a preacher doing some preaching. And the sweat was dripping. And the suit coat had done been slung. And his curly hair had done come loose. And he caught eyes with me. And it was as a flame of fire. God looked down in my little soul. And the first time I seen myself lost and going to hell. At the end of being four year old. First time I got under conviction. I had a car in my hand. And daddy had me under the pew. Can I run me something here? I'm glad I wasn't in the nursery eating chocolate chip cookies and drinking milk and watching some cartoon show. If I can't out preach a bunch of crying babies, I need to turn my papers in and resign. Somebody help me. I'm glad there's some babies in the house. I'm glad there's some children in the house. I say glory to God for preaching in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. I wish I was able. I just thank God like I used to. But it'll be alright. Second time. I was around the archery target. Are y'all listening? Yes, sir. I didn't get this message when I was five year old. I got it later in life. I became his target. I remember sitting on the edge. We love deer hunting. We're hunters and fishers and we ride motorcycles. Yeah. Sorry, but that's just who we are. Yes, sir. I'm the only rebel in the bunch. They all ride Hondas. Somebody's got to have a U.S. made bike. Somebody help me. Yeah. And Daddy had built a wooden target and put a big old thing of hay and, and it would preserve it for a couple years because it had a roof over it. Man, I'm sorry, Roger, about the bow. I'm so glad to see you too, old son. Man, I've shot all my life. Dumbest I've ever felt in my life was in the parking lot of this church. Dumbest I've ever felt. I grabbed the bow, that thing slipped out of my fingers and drive forward and it was awful. <laughs> 
Roger was a gracious man. I sat on edge that target, and the Holy Ghost the second time said, boy, you need me. You gonna die and go to hell? Oh. <laughs> I got to where I couldn't sleep at night. I had to be around Holy Ghost preaching. I'm glad Daddy didn't have me down there at the first church. Yes, sir. Where when you got to age accountability, you'd come sign a card. Right. Now, I don't believe I got to preach that here. No, sir. But I've had my belly full of the first church. Me too. Sign a card. Signing a card ain't going to get you into heaven. No, sir. And I got under conviction again. And. My dad was a preaching on a Sunday night and I got under conviction again. And uh, I should have went to the altar and got saved. This was in February of 81. No reason I know that's because mama wrote it down. February 22nd, 1981 is when I got saved. I wouldn't know that date had my mother not wrote it down. But I'll tell you what, I ain't interested in a date. Right. <laughs> I'm interested in a day. Right. It was night time, but it was a day. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, a boy named Hugh getting saved. I bet that's 30 and all. And I told mom, I said, I need to get saved. She said, get down there. I said, there's too many. Ain't that amazing how the devil will talk to a little five-year-old? That's why you better get your kids in church. That's why you better keep your kids in church. I've had them come to our church long enough to get their kids saved and then they got out of church. I doubt they're even saved with that mindset. And I didn't go. And I got in the truck and I said, Daddy, I need to get saved. I said, I should have went that out and got saved. He said, well, we'll see, son. He said, we'll get home, see if you still need to be saved. He wanted to make sure conviction was still on me. I didn't know what, what he's doing there, but I know now. Yeah. We pulled up in the house, and I said, Daddy, I'm telling you, I need to get saved. Me and Ken is an old regular cab 78 truck and Ford, and Ken rode in the back. And I'd always want to ride in the back, but I didn't ride in the back that night. I got up there and sat in the middle of Mom and Daddy. I said, I'm telling you to get saved. He said, we'll see when we get on. We pulled up. I said, Dad, I need to get saved. He said, let me go back here and change and everything. And he said, we'll see if you still see if you need to get saved here in a little while. Amen. And he went and done his business. And I come out of the room. And I hadn't had my jammers on. And I stood on my clothes. And I said, Daddy, I said, I got to get saved. Amen. I said, I'm going to hell. He said, well, let's get down here and see what the Lord will do about it. <laughs> and Daddy said, son, I'll carry you fishing. I'll carry you I'll carry you anywhere you want to go. He said, but all I can do is carry you to Jesus. It's up to Jesus and you to do the rest. Somebody help me. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That would have never happened had Daddy not had me in the right church. Yes. Amen. You see the techniques of Paul, his target. Mm. Huh? Let's look in verse 24, I think. I might preach y'all a little bit. Let me look. 
believe it's 24. Sufferings. Verse 23 and verse 25 is a selection. But I'm interested in some sufferings tonight. Who now rejoice in my sufferings for you and fill up that which is behind of the affliction of Christ in my flesh for his body's sake? Watch this. Which is the church. Yes. You want a strong church or a baby church? Strong. If you want a strong church, you want to grow up. Yep. Exactly right. Preaching right. Exactly yes. Right. Yes. You know what I believe I mean, Brother Shane? In the makings of a strong church. Oh, yes. Somebody said, we're strong tonight. Yes, you are. Right. But we need to get stronger. Yes. Good yes. preaching. I'm going to quote one of my mentors. Whiners are not frontliners. Yes, That's a fact. Whiners are not frontliners. You want to be a frontliner? Quit whining. Brother Chris, come help me. If you will, I'm getting close probably to being done. I don't know. I just, I'm testing the waters. Play soft for me. Whiners. Whiners. You got to take strong meat. Yes, sir. That's right, preacher. If all your soup don't get eat over there, don't get your feelings hurt over it. How does that happen, my pastor? I ain't bringing that down. Nobody never eat what I bring. Whiner. Yeah. They can be one dish over our Everybody in this church likes, and you get your feelings hurt over it because. Nobody talks about yours. What you ought to do, shouts, you ain't got to go cook supper the next two nights for your husband. He can take it home. He can take it home. He needs it. Amen. Amen. I need you to understand. You think sinners want to get saved in a church where they're fussing and fighting with you? You think sinners want to come go to a church to where they feel crowded? They feel condemned? They need to feel cared for. It's what got you in, ain't it? You know what? If I've heard you right, you come to get somebody off your shoulder. Exactly right. If I heard that right. Right. You come to get somebody just to leave you alone. Exactly right. And God <laughs> body slammed you. And God Hey, I'd say he knew he only had one chance at you. Probably did. Probably did. You're one of the most improved yes. young converts I've ever seen in the ministry, son. You've got a long ways to go, but you're one of the most... Hey, look, i got a long ways to go. Yeah. But you're one of the most improved right. I've ever seen. Amen. I told you that privately. I'd have never thought I'd have said it publicly, but I, I told you that privately several months ago. But I told you publicly tonight. And if you let that go to your head in pride, it'll be on you, not me. Amen. That's right, preacher. 
I'm about done. Hell's for a long time. Yes, it is. Hell's going to be forever. You're not just going to burn up where the wedding will be over with. You're going to burn throughout eternity. You're going to have a body. Yes, sir. Because I, I've read in my Bible, there's a smell in hell, there's a feeling in hell, there's a sight in hell. Every fleshly feeling you have right now, you'll have in hell. That's right. Got Bible for it. That's right. He said it'd be better if you'd go to hell blind than have eyes. That's what it's saying. Take a deep breath for me. Let me tell you what I literally believe. That when you breathe in hell, you will engulf the very flame down your throat into your belly. And it will turn around and go through your lungs. And it will come right back out your mouth. And when you're breathing, you're breathing fire. I don't believe that. You believe what you want to. I believe that Bible. That's why we gotta quit this nonsense. That's why we gotta quit this fussing and fighting. That's why you need to leave your preacher alone. That's why you need to let him get in the office and pray and fight. Cause there's a hot, blistering, burning hell beneath our feet. But there's a bright, glorious heaven. There's a hell to shun and a heaven to gain. That's why you need to leave this wife alone. She's a child. She's a servant. She works around here like a borrowed mule. And you keep doing that, but she don't need to be doing it right now. I'm probably a little too personal right here. Coming here the other night, she's sitting back there on her feet with swelled up. I'm not lusting after your wife. She had them up. I seen them. I thought, my God, they're about to bust. It's because she'd been on them all day. She ain't doing nothing but entering the jaws of death to bring the child that comes from your loin. That is right. That's right. You know what? This is a church that God wants to continue to birth to bring glory and to bring honor and to bring praise. That's why you young people, y'all don't need to be getting mad at one another. Right. That's right. They can just keep standing with you, man of God. That's right. Every chance you get, you get on your feet and holler at your preacher while he's preaching. Keep your hand in there. Oh yes. And when it's eleven thirty-eight the other night, it was eleven thirty-eight, and you said you can either take the baby home and or either vacuum or I'll take the baby home. Just right. keep it up. I'm quitting when I quit. Right now. Right now. Somebody's dropping off into hell right now. It's true. Right now. Right now.
I got to have money. You understand? You got to have money. I'm not against money. But the day that I worship money to make sure my kid has a four-wheeler, And, and not be faithful to church I'm in trouble I'd rather have a war out bicycle from the Salvation Army and have my youngins get to God than to have the finest things in this world I'm trying to quit that's strong me I'd rather my kids wear clothes from the Salvation Army and Providence Ministry than the, than the than the mall clothes. That's exactly right. How serious are you with Stillwater's Baptist Church? My feelings are hurt. Strong meat. Get over your feelings. Right. I, man, I, I, Brother Dean's been our evangelist. He'd come talk to our place like this, I'd just scream. But 20 years later, it's paid off. Oh, yes. Oh, there's people at my church right now that got their feelings hurt. But you know what? I'm not going to get down in that pool with them. No, sir. No, sir. I'm going to love them, but I'm not going to water in that with them. Because let me tell you something. You know why Stillwater's Baptist Church is here? It's because there's a hell. We probably need to prepare emptiness. What is preparing emptiness? We've had somebody on every pew every night. They went with four visitors the other night. They went with four visitors the other night. Right. And every pew was, had somebody on it. Can I have your imagination? Wouldn't it be something if there was a hundred people right up there? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Here's where you're going to fall out with me. Wouldn't it be something if God moved you from here? To there? <laughs> yeah, preacher. Y'all are up there. Look into this crowd down here. Y'all so crazy. Then probably one or two just jump from out of the back. <laughs> Shelby would. I'm not being disrespectful. I'm trying to get in your mind. Wouldn't it be something, Brother Tim? Yeah. If God had put you way up there in that far corner, and there'd be a hundred down here, and there'd be a hundred up there, and you go, preach, boy, preach. Tell it, son, tell it. Be four or five get saved down here and you holler, hey, that's my pastor too. Yeah. <laughs> exactly right. yeah. Somebody say you're dreaming, preacher. What's wrong with dreaming? It can't be why you ain't for yet. We need to get back to dreaming. <laughs> yes. We got time to be babies. No. We got time to be a fussing. 
We got time to be disagreeing. We got time to be debating. I'm going to tell you what time it is. It's our time that we'll wake out of our sleep and realize the salvation of the Lord is nearer now than we believe. And let's go get them. Let's go tell them. Let's go compel them. Let's go tell God one more time. Thus saith the Lord. How many of y'all tell these elders and say, God, I want to get all the way in. I'm the evangelist. And I'm going to go pray, God, I want all the way in. I'm the pastor. I'm still going to go pray, God, I want all, all the way in. Let's stand and fill these elders. Just ask God to help us. I want all the way in. I'm going to pray with you. If you ain't able to kneel, if you want to just come sit. Still waters, I'm compelling you tonight. Make, you say, Prince, I've done had so many mistakes. Get over them. There ain't nobody here going to hold them against you. If they do hold them again, it's on them, not you. Our Father and our God. In Jesus' name tonight. Lord, please continue to do what you're doing here. But God, take this, take this flock, take this crowd, and make them strong, mature children of God. God, I'm asking you publicly. Let them prepare emptiness. Let them build a balcony. God, let them be, let them be part four deep in this parking lot. They're already double parking. Let them start tripling parking. Four deep. And don't let nobody get mad if they get sandwiched in because we don't care how long we're here. Right. We didn't come to leave. We didn't come to get out. We come to get in. Oh, God, set a fire. There's fire burning. There's fire burning. I pray, God, you just build the fire. Yes. I'm an old-time Baptist, but baptized Brother Josh Griffin in your power. Yes, Lord. Please, Lord. God, I know that when the power of God's on a man, there's so much suffering that we can't even talk about it. That's right. When he's suffering, God, don't let him bring it to the pulpit. Yeah. Let him keep it in his heart. Yep. When he's aching and he's hurting, let him keep it within his heart. <laughs> and God, you have told him in due time. You let him bow up with wings as eagles, oh God. You let him run and not be weary. And you let him walk and not faint. I pray you do the same for me. <laughs> when his wife is suffering, let it just come in here and nobody even knows she's suffering. Because it ain't about us. It's about us. Help us to have a struggle.